That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Today, this morning, we got Sean Lewis. That's right. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional engineer for the hype. Oh, no, sure. <laughs> That's old blue eyes. And on my left, I got Big Pig Mike. What's up, Mr. and Mr. Earbuds? What's going on? Yeah. 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 If you haven't noticed already, it's all about the Supermax team today. Everybody. That's right. Supermax. So get out there and get the Supermax, right? Um, What was that? What is that that's coming up on the feed? People are asking, where's Chumahan? Uh, oh, uh, well, let me tell you a little. He had a little disturbance in the neighborhood. A little disturbance in the neighborhood. So we were just setting up uh, to do the show, and we were probably about 10 minutes away from, 10, 15 minutes away from getting set up. Uh, right, right, right? Right? Started. Right. And Juman's engaged, and he's doing his thing, and all of a sudden his phone starts blowing up, and he's answering. He's like, Whoa, what? What do you mean? Where's he at? Are you safe? Where's the baby? We're hearing all this stuff. We're like, we start kind of leaning over towards Chumahan. We start kind of paying attention. He's not looking at us. He's real intent on the phone. He's like, well, who did you break into? Did you call the cops? Right. And uh, sure enough, his wife is at home alone with the baby. Um, some Somebody, supposedly, was trying to break into the home next door. Some guy. And uh, who knows? I guess. Uh, I guess I don't know. I don't know what's going on exactly, but I guess I'm sure we'll get the full scoop. Called or, or or something, and she uh, she was concerned, and so was Chumani. He was like, "Hey, bro, she's at the house with my daughter. She's alone. She's scared. I gotta go." So we all, you know, we all understood that, you know, of course. And so uh, Chumahan's not here right now. Got to keep your family safe. That's right, man. You know, you get married, uh, you have a certain sort of priorities to that Mm -hmm. person. You have a kid, you got, you know. So uh, he's off doing the right thing. And just, you know, so none of you guys start crying, getting upset, catching feelings. (laughs) He's going to join us. He's going to join us via uh, Zoom or whatever the fuck it is that we use. Riverside. Riverside, California. Huh? He's gonna join us from River. He'll join us live from Riverside, all the way in That's the right. IE. Yeah. Um, so, hey, can you break down the um, what's up? The tickets for our guests, because I think we had a change of of um, requirements or whatever since the last last show, right? You're looking at me crazy. What do you mean change your requirements? What yeah, you last time it was like share ten people or whatever. No, well, for one, Sean, this show's not going to come out until next week, and things going to be done. Oh fuck! All right, so my bad. I already said a bunch of stuff on uh, on IG live. I mean, on a recording today, and so we've got some things. So, love anyways, love when me. you hear that, what we're talking about now, you have already come out the other end of. You have already seen the show. You were already you, there. Yeah, you are there. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, it's been a crazy fucking week. Yeah. Uh, in a, yeah. Oh, hey. hey. You good? Jumahan, welcome to the show. We've been waiting for you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, it's echoing on this side. Mm-hmm. Old blue eyes is hanging in it. 
Well, Jumahan has joined us. He's in full camo and uh, face war paint. Uh, He's running around. He's got a gun strapped to his back, a hunting knife. He's got a hunting knife on his side. He's got a thing of mace. These guys ready for World War III. Did you find a guy? Did you fucking get the kill or not? Well, in actuality, they called, my wife called the police. The neighbors were home next door, uh-huh. and they don't know who that guy was. Mm. And the neighbor next door did see him. Um, the, the four neighbors have come out. The, they gave a description to the police. My daughter saw everything. So what? Damn. Your daughter? Me about the police. Yeah, because she was outside. Oh, right, when this right. Guy she came, saw. came around. Wow. That's crazy. So my wife is actually thankful that I'm here. She's obviously shaking a little bit upset. <clears throat> my daughter said, come here, Tiga. Mm-hmm. Don't come on the camera because you're not old enough yet. But say, hi, everybody. Say, hi, everybody. You can say it. Say, hi. Say, I am Princess hi. Elsa. Hi. Can you say hi. that? Right there. Sean, put your face there. She knows you. Look, that's Uncle Sean. Say hi. Hello. Hello. Say hi, real loud. Go hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A hard look exclusive. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Angel, yeah. Yeah. Angel. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look over there. Don't look over there because we don't. So we don't let Tigger go on the to be on the internet yet because she's not old enough to give consent. She can do that when she gets older, but right. she's right. so happy to see Papa when he came home. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. And she yeah, said. Yeah. She said to my wife, she said, Papa, she said, Papa, la policia <laughs> and she said, there was a strange man next door, right? She said, yeah. Yep. And then, yeah. But also she has her dolls in a big tub with uh, soap and water. She's washing her hair at the oh, same time. Oh, oh. Priority. Oh, so yeah. I love you, baby. That's okay. wonderful. Michelle will be right here, okay? All right, she's got to go to bed pretty soon. Um, yeah, and uh, so yeah, I kind of want to get out one of my guns. And why not? Okay. Mm. Oh, look at him! That didn't take long. Oh, hey, wow. damn, wow. dude! I mean, shit. Oh, maybe we need walk-in closet right there. Yeah, I mean, what the heck? It's like a- right there. It's not even fucking. Is it locked up or not? Is it just? just I think this might be one of the legal ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's still got the serial number on it. What Let's is that? See. Sean, take a look at this. What do you think I'm holding up right here? Huh? Uh, 30 out 6. The pellet gun. 30 out 6 is right, my good man. Damn, dude. Yeah, this is this is my <laughs> rifle. This is my what, what, How does that go? Yep. This is my rifle. This is my cock. Or what is my cock? <laughs> <laughs> Remember? Dude, I Anyway, that shit's gonna go so off, yeah, I got man. the guns out. Yeah, keep it out, man. You don't know if that guy's fucking still fucking stumbling Hell around yeah, your neighborhood. Dude, I'm on night watch. Yeah. Keep guy you uh, Like you were saying, things are going crazy right now. Man, bro. I, uh, you know, I sent, you know, me and the team throughout the week, we exchange different things. And, and we don't just exchange Instagram posts. I mean, we exchange everything. News posts, updates, our little hard luck circle. And uh, I've been posting and popping things up in our little group chat. But I, I shot something in on Wednesday to the team. And I was like, there's so much fucking news about 
the 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 fuel and the oil and Russia's doing this and wiping out Africa's debt, but the Chinese want to do that, and India's going to move to rubles and this, and everybody's out to fuck the United States, and I'm just so confused with all of it, brother. And I really hope that maybe you could make some sense of it for some of me and my listeners on what the fuck is going on, bro. Or if you can help us a little bit, Shuman. Well, I think I think for sure we're if we're not in World War Three, we are in pre World War Three right now. And let me ask before you go any further, Shuman. How do we? We might. This may be what war looks like at this stage in a lot of ways. Like when you say right, we like, might be in World you mean War, like from a. Um, technological and sociological situation this is what the war might be like right we're putting restrictions and this and 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 tariffs and that and cutting out that guy and we're like so it's already almost like a war that just nobody's pulled the trigger yet right and everybody does pull the trigger i'm ready i got a scope on my shit thousand yards out the thing of it is, is that half of the war usually, or maybe 75% of the war is economic around the world. That's number one. So before any shots are fired, I actually think that by the time you get to a real military or, you know, violence fight, you've gone, you're in the last stages of a war. Like what Russia and Ukraine is in, is in the last stages of a war. Everything else That's has been done that could be done. Right. And let's let's just take a moment. I think the so part of the problem is if you look at the news on a daily basis, it can be very disorienting for sure. Because like one minute you're hearing that, you know, you got big pick Mike telling everybody like, what about Brick? They're switching out. They're going to switch over to the gold <laughs> system. That's going to disrupt blah, blah, blah. And you're like, whoa, that is true. Mm-hmm. Then then you hear about China and everybody deciding to tie their products to the UN, which is the Chinese dollar. And you think, God damn, what's going on? Then you hear about Israel Netanyahu and they're suspending the Supreme Court in Israel. But what does that mean? And so that's in <laughs> flux. Huh. <clears throat> you, the, the war in Ukraine is going on over a year, I think, by now. And, it's, and Ukraine's making noises that they're going to take back the Crimea. Hmm. What does that mean? And, well, so... You know, before all of this started, Putin uh, took over a piece of the Ukraine called the Crimea, Mm -hmm. part of which is like maybe one of the most important ports in that area, especially if you want to try to like be able to run a Navy armed, you know, submarines, you want to motor those out. You probably if you're stuck and landlocked in a lot of ways, the way that a lot of Russia is. You're going to want that to get to the Southern or the Mediterranean or whatever. That's probably your best bet. So Putin took that over and people were a little upset about it, but nothing was ever done. If you recall, it was just kind of like, okay, well, it's not enough to go to war over. Ukraine was kind of crying about it. And then it was just kind of laid there. And that maybe was like seven years ago, six years ago, maybe a little longer, but nothing was done. And the idea at that time was that Russia was so powerful in that area. Mm-hmm. What could be done? And let's not forget, you know, sometime before that you had um, 
Russia, you know, poisoning people. Do you remember that? Do yeah. you remember somebody was poisoned in London? Some some diplomat and his yeah. daughter, and they forever now they 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 died, and then some other guy in Georgia, not Georgia, America, but Georgia over there, or in the Ukraine, the Orange Revolution. What was that? Guy got poisoned with something. They're pretty sure it was the FSB, the Russian you know, military uh, intelligence and the guy forever now, his face looks like a crueler. Like he almost <laughs> died and then he just had bumpy skin for life. I mean, so there's, you know, always been this sort of something's going on. We're not 100% sure what it is. Now where we're at, we're at, we're at a different phase. So when Ukraine says, not only are we going to kick Russia out of what they had, but we're going to take back the Ukraine. What's up, baby? Can you give me the strawberry ice cream? I got to get the strawberry ice cream. Yeah, baby? You're going to come in here? The depressed strawberry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what... Okay. A hard luck exclusive. He's got the 45 in the freezer. (laughs) Yeah, we we have like two refrigerators. One in in the main one and then one out here. And then also one of those bench freezers. Are you in the garage right now? I eat a lot of frozen fruit. So it's just stacked high with like frozen blueberries and bullshit. Are you in the uh, garage? I am in the garage. Okay. All right. That's where I'm. That's where I'm allowed to be. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I'm allowed to be in the garage because because it's uh, it's not attached to the house. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) My I'm permitted. My walking space is between the garage and half the kitchen. Your parameter. No, it's because we're going to be putting the baby down, and I'm running these shows, so I got to be out in the garage. Otherwise, I'm going to be talking loud, and the baby's never going to go to sleep. They're also, I heard in that, the garage, I, and then they sorry, also throw I, in that fucking ahead. Russia wiped out Africa's debt of two hundred billion or twenty billion right. or some shit, and let's sit, let's we're we're wiping that out, and now let's sit down and make nice, you know. It's it's a lot of yeah. And the, the the other weird part of it is is like you know maybe three days ago I came home and my wife's like, hey, what do you think about what's going on with the bricks? And I'm like, what? Have you been talking to Big Pick Mike? Like, what, why right. am I? What? They're gonna they're they're switching over to the Chinese dollar. What is your take? Mm. And I'm like, I don't know, babe. It's you know. <laughs> 9 30 at night and i started thinking about it and i'm like so what so what i asked my wife at the time i like let's say they do switch over to the chinese dollar right brazil russia india and china decide we're all putting everything over to the chinese dollar Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm like and then like what happens then and then remember we were hearing like saudi arabia is gonna be they they got peace with China with Iran again, and now you know maybe Saudi Arabia will join the BRIC countries, you know. And then not too long ago, it turns out that Saudi Arabia donated four hundred billion dollars to the Ukraine. Wow. And then remember, Xi visits Putin, and these two yo-yos are in Russia, and they're like you know drinking grappa or whatever other kind of hard liquor and toasting each other and this is gonna be beautiful and then then she leaves and now now macron macron is in 
China trying to talk some sense into Xi. Putin doesn't feel that it went well with uh, China, actually. And that's why he's trying to put nukes into Belarus. It's a lot of shit going on, Big Lux. God damn, man. It's not. It's And, and I think with the over the flux of so much information flowing out there, it just gets overwhelming. You don't. I don't. I can't even thread the needle, bro. I don't. I. I just. But the overall feeling of it feels like um, it. It feels like something's up. It just feels like something's up. It feels like a lot of a uh, lot of lot of people around the world may be frustrated with us. I don't know. Look at that! Look at that garage. It's a mess. Look at that. Probably gonna get oh, in wait, trouble. Oh, you put the, the light shiner, on. But I don't care. Yeah. No, it is. It's it is, and I'll tell you another reason why, dude. Two things, three things. Number one is, you know, probably it's always been like that. I want to say, mm-hmm. you know, like we just didn't hear about it, so you didn't have, you know, when you only had five channels and a couple of major magazines, you didn't have as much detail coming about small shit that probably nobody would have heard about 50 years ago. You just wouldn't have heard about it. Right. Then, of course, you've got multiple points of view. So you have, you know, you know, maybe there's defense contractors who want us to get really invested into what's going on in the Middle East. And then you have maybe people who are selling gold, right? I mean, how do you know? People who are into selling, selling gold, Maybe they're, they want to talk about the possibility of bricks switching over to a gold, blah, blah, blah. I mean, who knows? Right. So you have, you're hearing about more shit. Now there's more points of view. And one of the things that if you really are trying to stay on top of stuff and you're not actually at the meetings, mm-hmm. it's, it's impossible because there's always something between you and whatever the event is, there's a reporter, an article, a video, or whatever. So how the fuck can you make heads or tails of any of it? And um, I don't, I don't, I don't think you a hundred percent can. And my strategy is to um, think about what it is that they are reporting. Like, why are we being told that? Why is that coming out? Why why are we allowed to hear about that? And then, you know, maybe cross-check that with my understanding of history up to this point, and then also try to understand from a strategic point. And I think at the bottom of it, at the, bo- at the very bottom of it, I think that um, it always comes back to force. Mm. At the end of the day, you can talk all the shit you want to talk. I mean, you you can theorize and you can fucking, you know, feel around your nodules. But if you don't have a gun, if you can't kill the other person or if they don't think you can kill them, then it's bullshit. At the international level, at Mm. the international level, like. You know, two human beings, maybe there's a little bit of a difference, but between two nations, between China and the United States, unless you guys think that you could kill each other, it's all a bunch of bullshit. Everything else is just bullshit. So I look at that and 
when you think about force, you go, okay, well, who's got the best military tech? Like if, if you were, let's say you were, let's say you were in Bahrain, right? And you were like, okay, I want to, I'm not trying to take over the world, but I just want to make sure my country and anybody who hates me in my country and then everyone in the surrounding neighborhood countries treats me with respect and doesn't fuck with my business. Who are you going to look to for the best weapons? Us. The U.S.? Right. The U.S., man. Right. Right. So let's say you're in Bahrain and you've got three trillion, whatever. Remember, Big Lux, you were like, man, whatever trillions it was in one year, it's crazy, right? right. You have that amount of money. And so you've got some arms dealers, right? Countries. You got the United States who says, guess what? We've got these drones. These are the capabilities. They, we can melt down. You, can, you will be able to melt down anybody in a you know, 10-mile square radius. But it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And it's the latest tech. China goes, you know what? Ours is medium-priced. It can almost do what that one does. Hmm. It's pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. And you go down the line. If you've got the money, who are you going with? Mm -hmm. You're going to buy the top-tier death machines. That's what the United States exports. That's what we really do. Mm. And the side, the side piece to that, right, is it's not like a wide-open market for nations. Now, warlords one-offs, mm. you know, Contras, people, gorillas, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They might be able to White get a supremacist. thing of stinger missiles. or that. But when we're talking about, no, we're going to deliver you Abrams tanks. We're going to deliver you a nuclear sub. You're Israel. You're the only person with a nuclear sub on this side of the world. Israel. All that kind of shit. You're only going to go to a couple people. You're not going to, no one's, when Australia wanted to buy submarines, we sold them the submarines. And that was a deal that was made last year and it pissed France off. Like France was pissed. And there is, like the store is not wide open. So like if we're building submarines for somebody, imagine this. It's not like we have a thousand just sitting in dry dock. They might actually have to be constructed and we're only going to be able to put out, you know, like eight this year. So you can have one. Mm -hmm. And then think about how much the price goes up when we divvy it out against competing players. Mm -hmm. Really think about that. And then, right. Who else is out there that's going to be able to sell maybe England, but how big is their manufacturing? Right. France, how big is their country? Italy, is anyone buying Italian weapons mm -hmm. at that level? Mm -hmm. So in the old days during the Cold War, and I read this article and I was telling you about a big Lux, made a lot of sense. They said there was only two real shops that people went to in the Cold War. You either went to the Soviets or you went to the Americans. Mm -hmm. And, right, both sides would have restrictions on who could have access to what. Because there's no way that the United States is going to sell top-tier weapons 
to a country that's allied with the Soviet Union. Correct. That ain't going to happen. Okay. And vice versa. So who, I'll ask the group here, who do you think supplied the Chinese when they didn't have shit? Soviets. That's right. That's right. When China still had wooden shit and they didn't have squat, it was the Soviets that supplied them. So this article I was reading said, for at least 40 years, the Soviets were the top tier. One of the biggest customers was China. So the, one of the things that goes along with these weapons is that they have operating systems, bro. It's not like these weapons are just one-offs. You know, there's version five, version six, version seven. So if you're in China and you already know how to use the missile version five, it's like a, it's like the iPhone. When you get the next version, you're already up to speed. What are the chances, right, that you're going to start at ground zero with a completely different system and spend top dollar? You're not. So you're on the Soviet system as the Middle East and others are on the American system. Mm -hmm. Right. So now Russia gets into Ukraine. Russia shits the bed. Mm -hmm. It's got, I think, seven operative top tier jets. Right. That's I heard it was four. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, they, their, their air power is nothing. We're giving the Ukrainians like our old shit and scraps and the Ukrainians are beating like the top Russian jets. Right. So the Soviets and the Russians, they were supplying everybody that wasn't down with the West. And now China is up to speed. And now China's supplying Russia with some light arms. And now China this article said, is now moving into position to pick up the marketplace that Russia can no longer serve. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense because China is already familiar with their operating systems and their tech. And China is not going to be able to compete and go to like the Middle East or go to Israel and sell them Chinese drones that are top tier Chinese anti-aircraft missiles. But you know what they can do? They can go to Indonesia. They can go to Iran. They can go to places that have already bought Russian or Soviet tech. And so some people think that Xi's real goal here is to let Russia burn out and pick up their market and become the second world power. And we'll just have another Cold War with China. Fine. Supply everybody. There's nobody in our military supply chain that's going to be like, you know what? I'm tired of this American stealth stuff. Let's try the Chinese version. Mm -hmm. Guarantee it. Mm -hmm. I mean, would you? No, not even. Right. And so this article was saying that part of what's going on here is an emptying out of old weapons manufacturers and they're bringing in the new one in sort of everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah, you get it every time 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. China and the United States dividing up the world markets as to security and tech. And it's probably going to be in place for the next 50 years. Right. That Does makes, that make sense? Uh, hell yeah, that makes a lot of sense, bro. That makes a lot of sense, you know? China's made a lot of fucking money over the last 50 years, bro. Right. I mean, look what they've done. I mean, they the whole world has turned to them for manufacturing of some goods or another, right? Textiles Dude. and, you know, so much Did stuff. It, not only that, but think about this, brother. When Nixon, so Nixon's the one that goes to China and he sets up a trade deal. You got to remember when Nixon goes to, dude, this is the same, this is the same United States that fought a war in Vietnam for fear that it would be a communist country. That's 75. Nixon goes to the biggest Asian communist power in the world and starts brokering a business deal. How is that? How is that? How is that? How, how does that make sense in any universe other than, and why does China go along with it? Mm. Right? Right. How does that make sense in any universe unless the United States said, listen, China, what do you think about this? We'll be business partners. We'll help you get rich. We'll pretend like we don't care about communism anymore. And you guys carry like you don't care about capitalism or who the fuck gives a shit, baby. Right? Mm-hmm. Money's green. And then we'll help you with tech. We'll get you up to speed. And once you get to parity with your big brother, the Soviet Union slash Russia, tell you what. We'll start or destabilize an area near them, maybe we'll increase NATO. What the fuck, right? They'll start a war. And once we bleed them dry of everything, who's going to be in the prime position to set up shop and call the shots? What do you say? Damn, that. so you think that plan might have been set back fucking 45 years ago? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if it, I think so, bro, because China's decoupling now, like we're decoupling, they're decoupling. They argue, don't send anybody to Taiwan. Oh, we'll we'll go crazy. Right. And then we send Pelosi to Taiwan. And then, you know, they say, well, don't let the Taiwanese president come to the United States. We let the Taiwanese president come to the United States. Right. And then all of a sudden. Um, so it looks like we're not working together and we tell them, look, we're going to cut off the tech. Now you're not going to get any more help ups. We got you to a certain position. We're done. We're bringing home all of our tech. We'll shoot a fucking couple of, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. When when you talk about that, that us bringing them up to speed, now they're the only shop in town and this is what we're going to do. Who, what's the payoff for all that? There's got to be us? some, yeah, there's got to be some gimme. We're going to spend oh, 50 yeah, years brother. building you guys all back up, but what do you do for us? Oh, well, the number one thing is, right, we put the biggest competitor to NATO 
the biggest arch enemy to NATO out of business. Mm. So all of that Finland and everything probably in 20, 30 years is going to be joining NATO eventually. Mm. So we'll have complete control of Europe as an ally. Second, and this is important, we also can got millions of peasants out of the farms and into the cities. And when we cut ties, good luck finding jobs. And you're going to have a huge thing like we had in the 60s, massive civil unrest. But they're going to have massive civil unrest at a time that's different because the technology and the social communication is different. Mm. It's not going to be as easy to contain. You're not going to be able to hose down people and burn them up. Then, right, we have most likely installed tons and tons of surveillance tech in their country, mm. guaranteed. There's no way you can't tell me that. Zero. So, hold on a second. Yeah, baby. Okay, is that our okay? Can you say goodnight to me? Yeah, you guys sleep in a bed, I'm gonna sleep with you guys. Okay, is that okay? All right, all right. What do you mean? People know I'm a family man. Oh, all right. Hold on, I gotta give my kisses. Look, you can. So that's the, I think, yeah, dude, that's what we get. I think that, to be honest with you, I don't know that there's a true alternative to the West at this point. To be real, I don't know where, where are you going to go. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not even saying I like it. I'm just saying, I, to, if you really looked at the world, there, I mean, think about this. There really was a time where it was going to be like, well, are you with the communists or are you with the with the America? Is basically what it is. Right. What is it now? What's the alternative? What are we going to gain from all this on both sides? What are the, what's ever this? You look at China now, and they're almost like a capitalist country because they're buying like crazy through goods and telephones, and they become more westernized. I've seen that happen. Them versus fifty yeah. years ago, them fifty years ago, where they're more militant and communist, and it was about their dictator running shit. Now they're like, "Hey, let's go buy cars, let's go do this," and now they're all on tech and they're up with us. And so, drinking frappuccinos. And shit. I, what are you guys gonna? What's what's the next step? Where are you guys gonna go? It's like everybody's almost the same type of type of consumers, just to have different ideologies in government, and that's it. It's like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna wipe every, each other off the planet, and then what's left? Nothing. Are you guys are gonna leave? No, that, I mean that that. But that so, so to me, I think you're right. Like what's left. The, but the final push is, is that what we're also seeing around the same time is within the country, some internal strife uh, divisions that maybe we didn't anticipate. So in France, right, you've got Macron who had to use like almost unique or rarely used powers to make French people work an extra two years. Mm -hmm. Now in the United States, we don't protest shit like that. When our boss makes us work harder, we think it's a good thing and we don't get that pissed. The French, on the other hand, 
They still smoke cigarettes. And when they said you're going to have to work an extra two years, bro, they took to the streets. I love like it. It was still there, bro. I love it. <laughs> they got they, the they statement got made by the fucking I get whoever was making the statements. The press was like, <laughs> we don't want to work ourselves to death and then die or spend our lives. Most are. Most of us working ourselves to death. <laughs> dude, it, dude, in France, there, there's garbage that's piled up like 50 feet in the air. Yeah, and everybody, yeah, they all work together. Like Right, 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 right. But like, France oh, has all that. You know what's interesting, though, Chumon, is France has that type of a history, though, don't they? Yes, they dude, killed their king. They beheaded that. Right, dude. They, the, the French all get down together, bro. <laughs> You piss off a group of French, they're all going to jump you, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. So listen, what happens when you give people like soft hats like a beret and allow them to live on rotten cheese? <laughs> Those people don't give a fuck, bro. We don't work. We'll hey, smoke anybody who's eating, yeah, smoking cigarettes, we don't chew, care. consuming over a fucking cup of butter every fucking week, you know? <laughs> Those guys dude, are legit. It's, crazy too. it's like in the... In in the United States, some like crazy like in like you know scam artists will like defraud a pension fund of like eighteen billion dollars, and all these like eighty year olds will lose their entire shirt. And what do we do? We riot? No, we make the eight like these old people go to Walmart and they get a job as a greeter. They're like, well, at least I can, at least I can do that. Oh, and you're like, right. that would never fly in France, bro. They would. Never stand for that. Right, right. Yeah, mm -hmm. dude. It's it's. Yeah, I just don't know. I, I, I just uh, you do help us out to uh, and you do give us some, you know, a different way to look at it, you know, and pull it back a little bit. Um, but I do have to agree with you, man. Start looking around the world, and I mean, there's some real, real, um. There's some real, real problems out there, man. I just, you know what, Chumon? I just saw mm. something the other day, and it was on, um, where were the um, Sandinistas out of? Oh, shit, I can't remember. Venezuela? Venezuela. Sandinistas, I'll look it up. They're in Central America somewhere. Hold on. Venezuela, I, re I, I believe. You might be right. Yeah. Double check. Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yeah, Nicaragua. That, Nicaragua. Remember when white people were trying to say that with an accent? Nicaragua. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was um, in Venezuela. Uh, I was watching something and... Uh, no, was it Venezuela? I think it was. Where's that crazy dictator at? Which one? Venezuela? Colombia? Venezuela. Yeah. Not Marcos. Marcos, right? Marcos. Mm, no, I think he was the Philippines, wasn't no, he? Philippines. That's 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 Marcos. Well, anyways, man, they're fucking. They were fuck. I forget the guy's name, dude, but he was a big champ. That I saw Maduro. Hmm. Maduro. No, I, I just I'm running a blank right now. But this fucking okay. guy, that fucking that country, the people are using the currency, Juman. Hundred dollar bills in there to make figures that they sell. They take and braid all the money because their fucking money is worth nothing now. 
Like they showed stacks of money, stacks of fucking thousand hundred dollar bills, and they're just in the street, yeah. like trash. People are picking because their money's worth nothing. It's it's incredible, man. Like, and and that I, I wish I really could explain or I had more information to really describe. Like when shit starts going south in a country that's completely corrupt from top to bottom. They just break the fucking country. There's, there's, I mean, it's just horrible, bro. And I feel like when you start looking around the world at all this corruption and mismanagement and fucking sideways ass shit, you would never want to go there. You know, I don't, who wants to go live in Russia? You fucking kidding me? <laughs> who the fuck wants Dude, to go to China? Go China cool. looks like you the fucking I mean? most depressing place in the world, bro. You know, North Korea. <laughs> the fuck out of here bro i don't want to like and it's it, it's like these are these i don't know man i i agree with you Chumahan. like a lot of people talk shit about the united states but what's what other game in town do you, are you really gonna play true that dude dude check this out like how many times have you seen one of those videos where somebody's like gets run over or whatever and you can tell it's in russia like you can there's like a yeah. dash cam right, and right, you right. look at that place and it just looks depressing. You're like, I don't want, I, I wouldn't live. I'd probably drink if I lived there too. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The yeah, only yeah. The, and I'm not down on the Russian people. Like, I love Russian language. I love the Russian, uh, you know, music. I even like those weird twisty towers that look like ice cream cones or whatever that is. But I'm not, I'm not trying to live there. And it's not high on my list of places to visit before I die. And you know what? Some some people could argue and be like, but what about this place? And what about that place? And people, yeah, those places are beautiful. But their fucking economy is usually fucked up. That's why we're over there. Because it costs nothing right. to fucking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> people walking around with no shoes on, fishing for your ass. That's why it's beautiful and you like going there. It costs fucking $29 to stay at the resort for a fucking month. Oh. So Are you kidding me? That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's and you and every American is trying to find the new cheap, beautiful place. Right. And they get all pissed when everybody else hears about it and drives up all the prices. Be, the, uh, a lot of these countries are like really unstable, man. And you don't know where they're going to be at in five years from now. You know? Oh, uh, can you imagine buying land in one of those places? Oh. You spend like. Three hundred thousand dollars, and then the government switches hands, and they're like, "Yeah, we're right. we're undoing all those deeds." Yeah, dude, fucking fuck. <laughs> like that shit, man. So oh, I I feel, I feel like you know, yeah, Juman. I mean, like you said, it might not seem right. It may seem like at some points in times unfair or bullying, and but uh, it is what it is, man. You know, um. Yeah, and you kind of like said I, something. You said something earlier, Chumon. I apologize, but one no. last thing, well, because we're still in Central America. Don't forget, El Salvador passed a law to switch their currency to cryptocurrency. Yeah, that's right. And now look what's going on with it. Dude, wait a minute. I fucking forgot that they did that. And they did it like right before crypto just fucking went down the drain, right? <laughs> Laughing yeah. at and now it's like so now what are they doing like, so what is happening over now over there does anybody know nobody we haven't heard shit nobody knows was there any other places that flipped over completely weren't there no just el salvador that was their great idea fuck <laughs> man dude <laughs> so at yeah the time, man. 
at the time when they first did it, it seemed like, wow, look at this forward looking. You know, that was right around the same time that old Blue Eyes' friend, that big guy from Colorado, was like, yep, we're lending money on Bitcoin. Now it's kind of like everyone's like, Let me ask you something, Chumon. How does somebody from a third world, and I'm not trying to put anybody down, but I want to be curious. How is it that, okay, a bunch of people got together in El Salvador and made this decision, right? We're going to make crypto and we're going to do this. But how do you come to that decision if those people <laughs> don't really have the education and the understanding to like to even play that game? They you get what I'm saying? Like the countries already they're not up to par with where we're at. These like I don't know that they had any business trying to do that in way over their head. No or yes. I agree with you 1000%. And I had that thought at the time. And when we talked about it on the show, it sounded loony, Mm -hmm. but I was like, you know what? I mean, the CIA is always in Central America. Right. And they somehow, El Salvador is like, you know what? Let's just go to cryptocurrency. Fuck it. Fuck it. Who needs paper? That's of the past. (laughs) We'll just go to crypto. And like, no one in the United States said shit, no one anywhere else said shit. How much you want to bet? That, that was a trial. Oh, it was a trial. And while the trial was going on, the CIA and all the thugs that and the drug people that we supply all around the world were just <laughs> descending money. Oh, like, dude, for sure. It was just right? a big bank. It was just a big laundering operation, right? Easily. We turned an entire country. It has to be because... The way we got fucked up the last time is we had to go to Iran to get poppy or money or whatever to get arms to the Contras. And then we had to bring cocaine into the You know what? You open up something. You know what, Chumon? Chumon, you know what? You, You make a good point because if that's what happened and everybody went nuts, they're like, we get to bypass all these restrictions now because it's a straight up and it started going nuts. What if the like other players in the world started seeing it and were like, this is out of control. Let's just completely destabilize fucking crypto and we'll get rid of that problem in Salvador. We'll just we'll just get rid of the whole problem from the fucking gate. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That that might be because it went down maybe like six months before crypto took a shit. Maybe 90 days. You know, so that's crazy, Chumon. I ever thought about that. Yeah. So, so, dude, the stuff is happening. Hey, Russia's gonna fucking Russia's gonna turn. Russia's gonna turn over the fucking crypto next. Russia's gonna turn over the crypto next. Yeah, like it was kind of crazy. It was crazy. It was like, like wow. Let's make as much money as we can in 90 days before they shut the whole thing down. But we're all going <laughs> to, you know, officials and all of them are going to make money. The country's going to be in a fucking decimated. But like there's like a hundred motherfuckers that are going to get paid. And then we'll just scram as soon as the fucking. <laughs> right? It's horrible. That's what's happening, man. That's the kind of shit that's going down. For sure. That's why even when. Cause you know it's crazy. Even when you, I, I saw some article where it was like Brazil allowed Iran, like two Iran ships, to be in port, like their battleships to be in port. And I looked at the dimensions of the Iranian battleships, and they were basically like 
tankers that had been you know they just put some bar- guns on some <laughs> old oil tankers and that was their destroyer oh, shit. <laughs> and they came to brazil and we kind of like we're like hey what's going on blah, blah, blah. but then the other side of me was like every time that we want to do something illegal we always involve iran like iran contra like yeah there are enemies somehow yet somehow we're always somehow involved with something that's going on with those dudes it's crazy man yeah yeah i don't yeah, know I mean, me personally i'd give anything i don't know what goes on i i don't know if there's like a room with a golden door and you walk inside and there's like two ball-headed old dudes and they can see everything that's going on i'd give anything to go in there hmm. yeah man it's uh i don't know man it's crazy partner and that's why i was saying that what we're seeing now seems to be like internal weirdnesses like like i think the trump like whatever the trump following or whatever this movement is i think that that it's it's similar to what's going on in france what's going on in other countries except in the united states our laws are such a crazy maze and Byzantine and we have a federal and then a state agencies that because we're such a bureaucracy, it's actually really hard to pull off a a real coup in the United States. I don't think, I think there's so many bureaucrats and desk jockeys and, and all this, all these people that it's it's really hard. You can't just do it. Yeah. I think, I uh, I think JFK was the last coup that they pulled off. Bro, hmm. and they 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 were able to kill JFK, but but I don't think a strong man can come into the United States and take over. Not because there might not be people who want that, mm-hmm. but people just, that are going to stop the, that. There's too many procedures. Mm-hmm. They try to get Pence. Remember, I mean, they try to get the Vice President of the United States to not do his job on on the day after the elections and all the votes were in. I really think about that. And then when he didn't, all these crazy racists like went down there with like nooses and guns and killed the cop. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable, bro. <laughs> and then Trump, Trump gets arrested and then he calls to defund the police. Yeah. After he talked all that shit against Black Lives Matter people, he talked so much shit for so many years. I see the hand. I see the hand. So many years, and then (laughs) 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 he gets arrested. It's like, all right, that's it. No more cops. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Fuck Trump. You know, that's all I got. Yeah, well, he is going to get fucked. Well, now that's a look at he's waving his hand to five minutes, and that's a whole nother discussion. We got to get into the Trump thing. This is Empire Strikes Back. What you're about to see is the Empire Strike Back against Trump. He made an ass out of everybody. That is true. But they're going to come down on him now so heavy and so hard, you're just going to see a puddle of grease and a shit stain on the mattress. Damn. He's about to get zapped, huh? Turn into orange Dude, the only thing more embarrassing than Trump is his son. God damn, dude. Those people are just, they're all fucked up. These people think they're running something. Dude, Don Jr., when his dad got got indicted, Don Jr. 
he went like live and his face was all red and his eyes were puffing. He was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to look deeper into this. I might even make some phone calls and find out what the hell is going on. And I thought to myself, if my children, if my first defense against being wrongly accused or attacked or whatever is some spineless, hairless little weasel faced kid who says he's going to make a couple of phone calls. I'm going to kill my own self. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. Yep. The only thing he's going to do is call the fucking massage parlor next to 7-Eleven and go fucking try and get a happy ending from some fucking 19-year-old boy. That's all he's going to do. That's right. Him, him and... Uh... Whatever him and Matthew named, Perry, Santos, or whatever fucking him, Joe Santos and Matthew little... and Matthew Perry, all of them together, fucking uh, <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> Fuck them. Right. Well, listen, Juman. Listen, man. I'm glad everybody's safe over there, bro. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. Listen, brother. It's a uh, you got some clarity today. I know it's sometimes frustrating, listeners. I know it's overwhelming, and I'm hoping that today maybe my partner was able to break down. He certainly did for me and, and give us a little insight, give us some different ways to perceive what's going on, some things to think about. Because that's what we do at the Hard Luck Show, you know? That we open it up, doing, we knock it around, we throw it around, you know? And uh, <laughs> we take a look at things from different angles, you know, and see if we can smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Yeah. Now, www.supermaxhardware.com uh, Go check us out Some gear uh, Our sponsors are uh, Enzo's Pizzeria Fantastic eggplant parm sandwiches You sent over today Thank you Enzo's Pizzeria in Westwood uh, You know Bolt CBD Alien CBD Man get with it bro Those are our sponsors These guys are good guys Vibes at Vibes Rolling Papers And at Cookies SF on Instagram Gives a shout. Burner, Cookies Family, Vibes, Esteban Oriel, and the Soul Assassins, Mugs, Alchemist, everybody. Shout outs to all you guys. And always listen to the Hard Luck Show on Mondays and Thursdays, two times a week. Chumahan, what do you got, brother? Avonda Bowen LLP. We wear braids to court, let the tomahawks fly. The best legal representation that money can buy. And starting my own American Indian gun club. Come yeah! On, Bring your weapons. We'll shoot the shit out of everything. Yeah. Yeah. What you got, Mike? I uh, got Mike Angel for Darby, but I want to thank Chumahan, Lucky, and Old Blue Eyes for the information you're sharing today and the knowledge that you do have, brother. You are intense, amazing, and you're a dope human being. Always remember that, Chum. Oh, shit. Damn. Shit. You're thank you, sir. Well, I want to, mm-hmm. before we go to Old Blue Eyes, let me just thank the team for being supportive. When I had to rush home on a family emergency, uh, you guys are the best. You guys put it all together, and it was seamless, and I appreciate the support. So thank you, you guys. Of course. Worry, brother. All right. Oh, go ahead. Uh, There's uh, only one thing left to say, and that's www.hardluckshow.com. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. That's it. All right, you guys. Listen, we're out of here. Peace in the Middle East.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.